Hello and welcome to Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. It's episode 101. Understated updates are so much fun. I'm your host, Ryan Spilkin, and I'm joined today by Matthew Stubblefield and Brenda Burrell. Matthew, Brenda, hi. It's Tuesday. I loved your unintentional or maybe intentional rhyming with episode 101 and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nicely nice. done. Well, Nicely done. Ha ha. Oh, 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 my goodness. Um, it's better than rhyming a word like things with things. That's really all I got to say. That's not a rhyme. <laughs> Tell that to some of today's music artists. <laughs> this is the quality content you're here for, listeners. <laughs> oh, my. Matthew, nothing? No rhyming today? <laughs> <laughs> I had a quip, but it was like from three minutes ago. Uh, we've moved on since then. I've lost it. Three minutes. We're only like 30 seconds in. <laughs> Feels like an eternity, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Must I remind you the year is 2020 still and forever. Oh, it's never going to end. Well, and you know what else isn't going to end? Atlassian's dedication to improving their software-as-a-service offering, Atlassian Cloud. And oh my God, did they come heavy with the update hand today. It's big. What do we want to talk about first? Yeah, let's do this round-robin style. Let's just shoot from the hip. Let's go through them one at a time, quick as right. we can. All right. I get first dibs. First dibs. Once upon a time, in the week of September 7th, two years ago, um, Atlassian rolled out a ton of new features for the cloud, starting with Jira software. And now for classic projects, the roadmap is available to you. So the advanced roadmap feature that some of us are familiar with, formerly known as Jira portfolio, has come to classic projects. Now, this is in beta, so you're going to have to wait until the full thing is uh, fully available, but it looks great. Awesome news in Jira software uh, for next-gen projects. Done means done when it's in the rightmost column. It will actually define it as done irrespective of the column status. I just want to point out irrespective is not a word. This is a pet peeve. Thank you, Atlassian. That's all I got. An improvement to integration with, uh, I assume, Bitbucket Cloud. Uh, Tracking deployment information in Jira greater visibility uh, for Git pipelines against issues over time scale. So you will be able to visualize this through the deployments feature. I was trying to go shotgun on this. I had to open it up because I'm like, what the hell is this talking about? Is this in Jira? Is this when looking at the issue view on the right side? Because this sounds like a Bitbucket feature, but it's in the Jira section called Jira platform and the cloud updates. So I opened up, they do have a visualization uh, and the thing, I would almost call this a, uh, it's it's totally in Jira software. It's almost like an Atlassian Home-esque feature is how it feels. There's a new menu item on the left called deployments. And with the deployments view, you get something that looks an awful lot like advanced roadmaps with a Gantt chart, uh, except what it's actually showing is when these stories, you know, technical improvements, bugs, whatever, were merged in or, or deployed. Uh, so it's pulling together multiple pieces of information to provide you a nice visualization. If you're using Jira Cloud plus Bitbucket Cloud and have them integrated together. And now in the Jira platform, you can get notified for bulk actions. Matthew, you got to talk about a juicy feature. I'm going to tell you that Atlassian got to make an Oprah joke. 
Because you get an email, you get an email, and everybody else gets an email when a bulk action is performed. Presumably optional. Presumably. I don't want to assume anything at this point. Also new in next-gen projects. um, Suggested users in the assignee and reporter filters in the issue navigator, a feature we've enjoyed in server for quite some time. Um, Find what you're looking for even faster with suggested users based on people you work with the most. In advanced roadmaps for Jira, as you scroll now, you can make column names sticky so they, you know, remain visible as you're scrolling. You're able to request approval from approvers associated with a specific service in the IT service management template. Yo, dog. That one, straight from the redundancy department of redundancy. Going back to scrolling, uh, you now have independently scrollable columns in the new issue view. So you don't have to scroll through the entire issue at once. You can now scroll through one column at a time. I am completely at a loss on why this is. And what exactly that means? I'm wondering. Let me see. If you think about it on an agile board, when you have issue detail view up, you can click on one issue, scroll over there, and then leave the other thing in the right place. But I don't know how this is going to help a Jira user exactly. I'm just trying to figure out what are these columns, and I've I've opened up the documentation page on what is new in the, the Jira issue view. And as soon as I can tell, it's just that you've got the left column, which has the description and the comments and the right column that has status and assignees and time tracking. And I, I guess it's that you can scroll those separately because those are only two columns. I don't, I'm sorry. That will drive me nuts. Yeah. But you can do it now. So rest assured, you can do a thing that will drive Brenda Burl nuts. Every time you do this, I will personally go slightly crazy. We'll document it. Tune in in a future podcast. (laughs) In your Jira software board on cloud, you can change Epic colors, which honestly is one of my favorite things to do with Epics uh, besides closing them. So change those colors, both on classic and next-gen projects. There's also an anonymous access check when you do a Jira site import on cloud, where if you import uh, projects and data from an external source, the platform will give you a um, CSV of potent- of projects, dashboards, and filters that are potentially accessible by anonymous users. Um, rolling out this week, it's now possible to enable or disable approval steps in the workflow editor with a one-click toggle. Um, so you can just make something an approval or not. That is a nice little feature. We'll save some folks some time creating transitions and whatnot on approvals. That is super sweet. Super sweet. In Confluence, uh, template previews are coming at you. So uh, in the editor, before selecting a template, you can hover over the name of the template and get a little uh, little preview of uh, that hot template goodness. You may remember on our last edition of the podcast, we talked about the search bar in Jira in Jira Cloud being uh, starting to search both Jira and Confluence, and now that functionality has made it into Confluence Cloud as well. So when you type in the search bar, you will search both Jira and Confluence if they're connected, of course. Yay! Pro tip: connect your Jira and Confluence. Admins can now let people delete their own content, uh, whether that's a page, a blog post, or an attachment. Uh, there is now the delete own permission. If they created the content, they can delete it. If they didn't create it, they can't delete it. Um, there is a delete permission that will allow them to delete content they didn't create. 
By default, delete own will be on only for people in the group's administrators and site admins in new spaces. It remains off for all other users. Turning to Bitbucket Cloud for the week most recent, you can now attach any size or type of file to pull requests in Bitbucket Cloud. I mean, I suspect it's not actually any size. Um, There probably are some restrictions, but it is larger than it was before. So you can attach things to pull requests, and previously the limit was one meg, uh, which is too low. Um, And so they raised it to something, but they don't say in the ticket what they raised it to. So my uploads of the films of Jodorowsky are not going to do it. They might. I mean, they might. It's opt-in. The feature's available here, uh, but pull request attachments, all you can do is turn it on and off. It doesn't doesn't tell you (laughs) what the size is. Not that I can tell. So... Uh, for our viewers at home who can't see the looks of confusion on our faces, um, <laughs> you can now upload something, an indeterminate amount of attachments, an indeterminate size of attachments to, uh, to your Bitbucket Cloud pull requests. And they will hopefully work because they will be of an appropriate size that we don't know what that appropriate size is. And it appears that this setting maybe is on automatically so the latest comment says that they've begun to roll that feature out it's now opt-in for individual users but very soon all customers will have it turned on in labs that comment was on the 8th of september uh this note in the cloud thing was for the week september 7th to 14th and here on september 22nd we're recording it it's on for me in my bitbucket cloud instance so yeah your mileage may vary And finally, to wrap up our long walk in the clouds this morning, for Bitbucket Cloud, we can now filter and sort diff files by comments. You can filter your comment view by the most recent comments and add a filter to only display files that you have commented on or comments from anyone. Maybe Ryan edited all this and it sounds brilliant to you. Otherwise, thanks for your patience, folks. Like if they keep rolling out cloud updates like this, this is going to have to be how we do it going forward. We're going to have to come up with, we're going to have to do something. I vote more day drinking, but let's do what the future holds. (laughs) If I wasn't under such heavy sedation, that'd be really funny. (laughs) That explains how this podcast is going. Let's talk about Jira Software. Let's talk about Jira Software and Jira Service Desk. For software, it's the 8.12.2 release. For Service Desk, it is 4.12.2. These are identical because it's Jira platform updates that impact uh, multiple programs. Uh, There's only two of these five bug fixes I wanted to highlight to y'all. The first, sync on login does not work with nested groups for existing users from a delegated directory. Nested groups have always been a challenge in Jira uh, if you're doing Active Directory or other integration. Um, curiously, it has worked just beautifully in Confluence forever. Uh, but the LDAP group in Jira doesn't seem to talk to the LDAP group at Confluence. I expect a few, or I suspect a feud is going and has been since days immemorial. Uh, anyway, bug was presumably introduced, bug was fixed. Hooray. Uh, so if you're having trouble with authentication with nested groups, uh, for existing users, uh, 
uh, 8.12.2 or 4.12.2 if you're on service desk will get you where you need to be. Uh, second one, batched notification emails have empty content when triggered by a custom event using the issue created template. So you've created a custom event. Maybe you've got it in your, your workflow uh, to fire off issue created or use that issue created template. wasn't working. And now it does. I would be so happy to get a bunch of blank emails as opposed to the, the, the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of those features where they just, you know, they, they just turn off the email. Uh, as a nice way of telling you to take some time off, Jira just starts sending out blank notifications. You know what, Ryan? You've done enough. You've done enough. <laughs> you don't need to read this. Here's just a nice white space. Soothing, relaxing. It's good for the soul. Also good for the soul are updates to Confluence. Uh, Atlassian has released 7.7.4, a bug fix release as of today, September 22nd, when we record this live for you. Um, nine bug fixes, um, some key ones to look at for this. Um, if you are on data center and you import a space, it's going to trigger a full site re-index on all the nodes in the cluster. That's been resolved. dot eight as well. Um, there is a release candidate out as of again today, September 22nd. Um, just a couple of things to note. Um, really, if uh, if you're using an H2 database, uh, which you're not, right? It's it's for I'm, testing I'm, stuff. I'm yeah, not. Ryan, thank you for not using an H2 database. You are you are the target audience for this. Even, um, even Ryan knows not to use the H2 Even database. Ryan knows Jeez. not to use the H2 database. Uh, we presume these are on non-production systems. If you are using H2, upgrades will fail. Um, there's some information that we'll include in the show notes. And a couple other things that have just been noted that Atlassian will be delaying a little bit. Um, OAuth 2.0 authentication and create and reply by email. Um, some advanced notice of some security patches for jQuery and upcoming changes to search index. Um, so we will link this in the show notes. Not a whole lot for most of us, really. Uh, but if you are thinking ahead to 7.8, there are a few things that you should start thinking about at this point. On 15th of September, we have Bitbucket Server and Data Center 7.6. Uh, curiously, 7.6 is a long-term support release. It's only been eight months since the last long-term support release, uh, though LTS is typically um, supported for at least two years. And uh, it's really kind of a roundup of previous things. So we've already talked about a lot of these features. Um, it's just 
you know, guaranteeing forward support for them. But there was uh, one particular bug that, that was fixed that I wanted to highlight to uh, our listeners, just because it was a little interesting. Pushing files larger than two meg through HTTPS was failing. Um, doesn't look like it was failing in every case. It looks like if you were using uh, maybe like Nginx as your uh, sort of front reverse proxy, um, that might have been doing it. The comment on the ticket suggests that maybe a change to Tomcat was necessary to fix this. Here's why it's particularly curious. This was a problem. It has presumably been fixed because the ticket was closed and included in the release notes and marked as done. There have been no comments on it since the beginning of September. There's no indication of what was changed or fixed. There's no statement other than the fact that it was marked as resolved. So my best guess, they made a change in Bitbucket Server's Tomcat configuration uh, that deals with this. And now you can push things over more than two meg. It's a real odd one, um, particularly because they also note that attachments of other sizes, like say eight meg would work. Something special about two meg and right around there. Um, Oddly specific. So anyways, very, very odd. So 760 long-term release, you can't really go wrong upgrading to that one, particularly because uh, since 6.10, around 150 issues have been resolved, bunch of new features out for Bitbucket server and data center, um, particularly Bitbucket data center, a lot of nice stuff. So uh, give that LTS a uh, look and an upgrade. Matthew, what are you doing on uh, September 30th? Well, you know, day drinking aside, um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's a relatively light work day for me. Uh, looking at my calendar, it looks like I've just got uh, really one meeting that morning. Huh. It, you know, I do too. And it just so happens that it's with you on a webinar. Whoa. <laughs> That's right. We're going to hang out a little bit and yeah. talk to all of you uh, wonderful listeners. It is a customer webinar for the Adaptivist app Learn for Jira which is an e-learning app, teaches you everything you need to know about Jira, includes all of our training content, and now also lets you add your own training content to it and mingle that with ours. So uh, join us on September 30th. That's a Wednesday. Uh, It's in the morning, my time zone. I'm in the middle of the US. If you're in Europe, it'll be in your evening. If you're in India, it's middle of the night, but it'll be recorded. You always get it afterwards. Uh, So far, we've got over 200 people signed up, which is pretty exciting. So specifically, we're going to be talking about how to scale your organization's Jira training using Learn for Jira and how to do it in a way that doesn't really cost you any time. It's just easy. We do all the work for you. So join us on September 30th. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can sign up and add that to your calendar. Yeah, we're going to be taking questions live. So if you want to come and hang out, like like actually just talk to us about anything, we'll bro down with you. Like almost too much, maybe. So on September 30th, yeah, it's going to be fun. And finally, remember how we promised you some prizes when we were doing episode 100 and that whole lead up to it? Well, wait no longer because those prizes are coming. So Matthew, you're going you're gonna to give me some numbers. We're going to pull your number randomly from a hat and announce the winners right now live pre-recorded. 
Yes, using dice spot on Slack, uh, rolling 1D31. Number eight is our first winner. Number eight, Levente Sabo. Congratulations. Awesome. Uh, slash roll 1D31, 27. Number 27, Italo Qualisoni. Congratulations. Thank you, Italo. Very exciting. One left. 1D31 comes up with a two. Person number two. That is Ben Wedge. Ben, congratulations. So to our winners, Levante, Atalo, and Ben, you'll be hearing from us soon with your prizes. And to everyone else who participated in the survey, thank you so, so much for your information. We hope that we are constantly improving this show to make it more enjoyable for you. And finally, Adaptivist is proud to announce the launch of our brand new website. Get out your party parrots, people, because uh, our new website is live and in effect. So if, you found, if you're listening to this podcast on our website, you've already seen that things look a little different. Well, click that orange blob in the corner and go to the homepage. Get in on all that sweet, sweet goodness that has come from our team of designers and marketers and consultants, product builders, product owners, product, product people, and other people who do other product stuff. A lot of products and a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of products, a lot of tools, a lot of stuff. Great website, though. It looks beautiful. It is super nice. Thanks to uh, part of family members of Breed Digital who built this. Um, it makes me really want to look back. Uh, presumably, we have screenshots somewhere of what the website was like when I joined Adaptivist in 2014. Uh, this is slick. This is it's modern. It's very nice. It performs well, too. I'm very impressed. Yeah, really nice. So go check it out. Um, let us know on social at Adaptivist what you think of the new website and what we should be knowing uh, about in general. And that's it for this edition of Adaptivist Live. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to get a hold of us on social if there's anything we can do for you. For Brenda Burl and Matthew Stubblefield, I'm Ryan Spilkin, and we'll see you next time. Beta? Beta? Really? That's the Brits say. We're not British. I don't know how to speak words.